joined by Lou Uridel, who has a fascinating story. Um, at one, we, we had a chance to have kind of a sidebar conversation, mm -hmm. and I'm blown away. You're an American patriot. You're an American hero. We need people like you. Um, I know that uh, something that you did went a little viral. It sounds like Don Jr. actually posted about it. Uh, so you own a gym Correct. in North San Diego County, right? Mm -hmm. And you refused to succumb to what Gavin Newsom and the rest of the elected officials in this country were telling people that they had to do. You kept your gym open. And you went so far as to say, look, if you've lost a job, uh, if you can't afford it because people, you know, people at that time were being told that they couldn't work, you said that you'll give them free gym memberships, right? Yeah. So it was absolutely, Raleigh, it came around May 2020, we realized that California had no plan. Uh -huh. New Cellini, he wasn't going to let anybody open. There's going to be a long blown out thing. So we decided to open up. We opened. Two days later, I got arrested. And you got arrested? They handcuffed me, took me to jail. Yeah, and they said they were going to do it every single day. Let me ask you, did they charge you? Yes, I had 14 criminal charges. What uh, were the criminal charges? A uh, violation of the uh, closure order, and I had one charge for resisting arrest. Because I, I say, I'm quite impressed, actually, by that. Good for you. Yeah. Well, all those charges <laughs> got dropped. They, they, had th they threatened daily fines. They threatened to pull my license. They threatened everything, and I said, I'm not closing down. For the crime of refusing to let the government engage in some type of authoritarian oppression for a virus that we now know was not as dangerous as that they said, mm -hmm. right? Did not spread by the means but the, which that they said. I mean, remember they were saying all this asymptomatic spread. Mm -hmm. We now know that that was absolute garbage. Yes. It did not spread that way. Uh, we also know that all these PCR tests were a total scam. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so for the crime of being a, an American and and someone who is, is realizing the American dream, you're an entrepreneur, you were arrested and charged uh, in this country. Yeah, I wasn't going to play by their lies. I wasn't going to play their yeah. game of semantics of, of essential, non-essential employees. Right. Uh, all the big corporations could stay open, but all the small businesses were getting throttled. Right. We could see it. I knew people were getting COVID, and they were just getting through it. No yeah. problem. So when they tried to close us down, you know, everyone, the biggest mistake we made was closing for two weeks. Because it gave that government the power. And if you notice, ever since then, they've been going haywire with it. Sure. They started telling, well, now you got to take the vaccines. Right. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do that. And they're just, they've lost control, or we've lost control of our government. Now they've become our lords and not people that are working for us. So I refuse to, to play by that lie and give up my right as an American. I mean, due process rights were violated. Equal protection rights were violated. They were they, the government taking clause was violated. They took property of mine, which is my business, right. away from me without a reason. Quarantine is for sick people. That's right. Quarantine is not to quarantine healthy people. That's called prison. That's right. That's right. Look, the last two years was a testing ground, in my opinion, to see how the American people, whether or not they would comply. And uh, I was just talking to Brandon Morse, and we discussed the fact that this this uh, test that they put us under was very successful. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Absolutely. that even they were surprised how willing people were not only to comply but to report one another. Oh, we had a government, we had a compliance line in San Diego yes. set up. It was a snitch line, basically. Unbelievable. So I had at one point in one weekend eighteen hundred calls. Wow. People calling saying people are in that gym. They're working out without masks. They're they're they're. They're wow. getting there. They're getting healthy. They're getting buff. They're, they're trying to do something in that right. heaven that I can't do. Well, that you bring up a really good point. So at no point 
in this country did the medical establishment say, take vitamin D, get healthy, make sure you work out. In fact, we did the opposite. We suppressed that information and we closed our parks, we closed our gyms, we closed our beaches, we closed our hiking trails, and we said you have to stay inside, mm -hmm. breathe the same air that everyone else is breathing. Netflix and DoorDash are your, are your friends. That's they closed right. down every pub, they closed down every restaurant, they closed down churches. Right. These are places during when the Revolutionary War started, these are yeah. places that patriots gathered to discuss right. plans on how to, t how to fight back. Mm -hmm. They did not want us talking together, they wanted everyone isolated, watching the, the news, the fear migraine, the little death count going up on, sure. on CNN, thinking right. this is the, the next thing right. everyone stays in. Well, I always say, you know, people say, oh, you have to get vaccinated. Otherwise, you're going to be responsible for murdering people. I know people that have died from COVID. And, and one of the things that I always say is you don't know a single person that has died from COVID. Not one person. What you know is someone that has been murdered by a government and an establishment and a pharmaceutical establishment. Uh, has been, They've been murdering people by denying effective ac access to Correct. effective early treatment and protocols that were readily available. Mm -hmm. They were actually readily available and very cheap. Yes. And because they were denied that access, people ended up dying, right? Yeah, the biggest thing with, with COVID from what I've learned from certain doctors that I've talked to, it's about cleaning out the lungs yeah. and the, the phlegm that gets in there. That's right. And that's what ivermectin and hydrochloroquine do. Right. Intubating them right. does not clean them out. It pushes it further into the lungs. That's so right. intubating people kill people. Right. And they're talking about getting, we need 40,000 ventilators Look, out were, to New York City. There was like an 80 or 90% death rate. If you went into the hospital, especially yeah. early on, and I think, you know, look, those protocols still exist. And under those protocols, you still have extremely dire outcome. So you and I were talking, though, about a music video yeah. that you were just in, which is so great. Tell me about the music video and who are you, who are you with? So the music video it actually has J.P. Sears, Dr. Robert Malone, myself, yep. Ian Smith. Mm -hmm. And it's called 2 plus 2 equals 5. Okay. And it's about teaching... Uh, Basically, kids, you know, boy, little boys can be pregnant, girls can be boys, boys can be girls. Everything that's going on in our school system right now right. that parents don't have a choice over. Right. They're teaching this to your kids. We just we just had a, in San Diego, an Encinitas school district, yeah. you're from the area. Uh -huh. They had a thing where the school board promoted this thing called a family-friendly boobash with drag queens who would have a story hour so wearing disgusting. scantily clad clothing. Disgusting. And they're saying this is, a, this is a way to have kids ages 5 through 11 have new experiences and expose them to new things in life. Yeah, it's called sexual so, abuse. Yeah, it's Being abuse. That's, it, new, that's a new thing in life to be exposed Child abuse. To. Yeah. So we, we went to the board and protested. We were called homophobes. We were called bigots, misogynists, because we don't want our kids being sexualized and taught that they can change their gender at any given time. I'm talking to parents all over. This is a serious deal. My daughter's friends are, are struggling with their gender identity. There's no right or wrong way to be a girl or boy at age five. There's no right. You, you're a boy. You're, or you just let just them be. Let them play with G.I. Joes or Tonka trucks. Any, any form of conversation about sex with a child mm -hmm. is sexual abuse. To me, I'm, I'm black and white about it. It's, it is that clear cut. It's sexual abuse, and it's happening in mainstream schools. And it's interesting because I know everyone's talking about Balenciaga and, and mm -hmm. what happened there. And, and while I will 1,000% agree, Balenciaga is, um, I, I, I have tip no of the words. Iceberg. It's disgusting, right? It's yeah. the tip of the iceberg. But what I was also saying is if you're outraged about Balenciaga, you should be more outraged about schools across America because children every single day are going to school for nine months and they're having this drilled into them. There's something 
that leans on the side of pedophilia for me when adults want to talk to children about sex, but they don't want their parents to know about it. Of course. It, it, it seems odd. Like, why do you want to talk to my kid about sex, but you don't want me to know you're talking to my kid about sex? Right. That's grooming. Exactly. That's if an adult talking to a kid about right. sex, that's pedophilia. That's right. That's what it is. Right. This is not anti-gay. This is not anti-trans. Right. This is anti-pedophilia and right. child abuse. That's right. And, and, you know, 10 years ago, if your kids went to school, the teachers would never say, hey, let me talk to you about this and just let's keep it a secret between us. That would never happen. In fact, the, the inverse of that happens, yep. right? We created an environment for our children and the schools help to foster this where you, you, you don't keep a secret from your from your parents right. in fact they would say we're going to talk to your parents if you get in trouble 10 years ago at school the, the first thing you do is you call to the principal's office they call your parents right now it's it's the opposite now they're saying let's just keep this between us american girl just came out that book where they're talking about if you don't have a parent uh, adult in your life you can trust you can contact these people and they'll get you set up on pre-puberty blockers so you have time to think about right. your gender. They're sending the message to kids, you can't trust your parents. It's, what kind of a message is that? It's similar um, behavior tactics to, or psychological tactics to a cult. Mm -hmm. It feels like that. Yeah. It feels like, it, it feels like the indoctrination into a cult. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to... So I feel, taking this a step further, one of the reasons the elections went the way they did is conservatives spent so much time trying to build business, trying to build our economy that we turned our backs on the school systems right. and these, these liberal progressive nut jobs mm -hmm. got in and started indoctrinating our kids in this way of thinking. So this Gen Z now that's out from 20 years to last two decades right. is all voting that way. If we don't get in start running for school boards, start getting right. teachers in there that can do this job, this next generation, we're going to be a socialist communist country couldn't agree more we have to take back the school systems it's it is and i and, and i will i love the idea of people pulling their kids out of school i think that's critically important mm -hmm. if everyone could homeschool their kids i think that would be phenomenal right. i don't think we're going to get to that point where every person is so we really have to take back the school system um in in this country mm -hmm. so. yeah i mean i plan on homeschooling my kid i know other people do but we still fight for the school system, because I see the greater good in it. I'm not yeah. just going to let the country burn while I try to protect my kid. Totally agree. And, and, and we also have to face the fact that at some point, you know, you guys are doing an amazing job homeschooling your kids, right? But at some point, your child will have to enter into mainstream society, mm -hmm. and we have to prepare our kids, right? Those are the next generation, and how do they deal with and how do they, how do they help to offset what's happening in, in and around their communities? So it's 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 a it's a big uphill battle and a lot of people they just don't want to deal with it yeah. a lot of parents they, they, they work they want to send their kids to school right. they don't want to be troubled with it they don't want to bother with it now their kids are coming home yeah. I think I'm bisexual I yeah. think I'm a boy or I think I'm a girl and the parents are like confused they don't know what to do yeah yeah I know and it's parents have gotten um, I, I say this cautiously I think maybe a couple years ago parents were at a point where they kind of had their head in the sand I, st I have some hope now, though. Yeah. I think that we're starting to see parents uh, really become galvanized and start to be aware. And I think that that was the unintended consequence of COVID um, from from the from the people that, that that really have this agenda to access our children. Mm -hmm. They, they didn't realize, right, that all of a sudden parents got this bird's eye view into the classroom in a way that we never have had, at least I would say in the last probably four decades. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden. We pulled back the, the, the curtains on this, and parents are outraged. Yeah, and California ranks 50th in literacy. And I don't have to go through uh, the placings in our country, but 50th is dead last. Yeah. So 
your last place just, in literacy. Just, just to clarify. Just, I want to clarify people that may be watching this or listening to this. 50th is last. Right, because for a lot of people who, who I'm sure everyone watching this probably knows, but there's Hopefully a lot you, of people out there that have been educated in the California school system. Hopefully you know there's 50 states, right, but 50th is last. <laughs> exactly. They don't know that there's 50 states. And we have school systems <laughs> that are spending 50, 60, 70,000 dollars or right. more on educating their teachers and staff on gender fluidity issues so that they can better teach that to the students. Why are we teaching gender? Why are we teaching sex? When our kids can't read, our kids can't add, and our kids can't do science, look at how we rank amongst the rest of the world in general basic human thinking. We're not. We're dumbed down, and we're playing this, this game. We're playing this very deadly, dangerous game of gender ideology with these kids. Right. Well, we're destroying we're destroying our civilization. You're going to have on the out on the other side of this, you're going to have a society that is has no gender. They're totally confused. And and part of that is the destruction of masculinity, hmm. which oh there is gosh. no there is no civilization in human history that can survive without strong men, and I will stand by that mm-hmm. and I think that that women need to stand up and start talking about it. You're going to have a civilization of people that, that are, are completely illiterate. They cannot read, write, or, or, or do basic mathematic computation. You're going to have a civilization that hates their country. Yeah. Right. So, so on the other end of this, if we don't correct this, yep. this, this our, our country is, is going to fall. And can, I, can I speak to the dads for a second here? Yes, please. Can I speak to the dads? Dads, I can't go to these school board meetings and be the only male right. there. I need to have dads. I'm sick and tired of the dads sitting back. Like holding their wife's purse while their wife, this mama bear warriors get up there and just lay into these people. You are the protector of your family. You are the family leader. You need to be the front line fighting. I'm, I love the women fighting up there, and they need to be. But we need the fathers. We need people going down to uh, county boards, city councils. I don't care if you don't know what to say. Just get up there and say, I'm a father, I have kids, and I am not going to stand for this. You don't have to have an eloquent speech. Oh, I'm not a good speaker. Great. But the more people that get up and speak... The more they're going to take this seriously. Otherwise, they're going to think, "Oh, there's a bunch of Karens getting up here." Right. Well, you know what? We need some Kens too. That's right. We need to let these people know exactly what's going on. So, dads, if you're out there, or even if you're a single man and you're planning on having a family, you still have a right. The Brown Act says you can speak at any school board meeting anywhere you want. You don't have to have kids in that district. That's right. You can stand for any school district. So you go there, get there, and just say something. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm totally inspired right now. I could not agree more. We need, and and as women. We need to stop allowing this war on masculinity because that's also what's happened, right? We have, we have declared war on men, and as a result, we have a weaker society. As a result, we are seeing what's happening now in this country. Yep. I firmly believe that if we had a civilization, a society in this country, a culture in this country of strong masculinity— uh, and I was on a, a podcast with Tim Kennedy. We spent a ton of time talking about what strong masculinity looks like. Mm-hmm. If we had that going into the quote-unquote pandemic, I say that cautiously, right, right. we never would be in this position. Yeah. We- be- because it, we, we, the, these men would never have allowed, men across the country would have stood up and said, no, we're not going to allow you to lock my family down. I'm not going to allow you to take my job away. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow you to inject my children and my wife and myself with something that could potentially kill us, that is experimental, that has not been tested. And you and I talked about this. They did not do testing on, on the pediatric cohort. They did not do testing on, on the reproductive cohorts. This is still an experimental drug. Whoa, careful. We're going to get the misinformation tag on this because all we're doing is pointing out the obvious. We right. can see these things 
open before I. So, yeah, when this first happened, we didn't know anything. Right. Right. They could say, oh, COVID right. kill you 100%. We go, I don't know what that is. So we take the government's word for it. Should have never done that. That's right. And as and we should have went with our gut feeling. And as the story started unfolding, I, w- I walked into a, a Tri-City Hospital mm-hmm. during during the April. Yeah. Completely empty. No one there. There's no bodies piled up in the right. hallways. There weren't people in the ICU. And at that point, I knew that COVID was probably very real for people who have susceptibility to that. Just like the flu. Sure. It was a flu. People die from the flu every year. Right. And it's tragic. These deaths were tragic, but the regular person who they're locking down and shutting out of their jobs should not have done that. Of course not. And and we were told that you couldn't move about freely. You couldn't. You, you had to mask up. You were you were made to. You were told that you you murder people if you don't comply with. Oh, this. I had I had a murderer note tagged on my house at, during when I had my gym open, written in red blood. You're a murderer because there was a news article about me. Mm-hmm. I never made people wear my masks. Right. I had a strictly optional policy at my gym because wearing a mask is it's only can give you bacterial infections in your lungs it's the most unhealthy thing you can do wearing a mask they now have so much information about how bad it is and in particular in the pediatric population i actually read one of the the most horrific things there's a young girl seven years old she passed away in massachusetts Uh, there's a lot of evidence to to support that she was she died um, as a result of the vaccine one of the things that they that they learned when they were doing autopsies is she had like bacteria and fungus in her lungs Mm -hmm. And of course, people say well, wearing how the same can, mask all right, day. Exactly. How could that be? Well, let's see. If you if you set a child down and you cover their face and they're breathing in bacteria and fungus all day, every day when they're in school, that's the end result, right? It has been a total pleasure having you here. Absolutely. I feel like we need to do a long form podcast <laughs> and like really drill down into uh, what you're doing and, and how you're speaking out and what your you know your experience has been. I'm so grateful to know someone like you because the world needs more strong men. We need people doing what you're doing and and, and, and just not not complying, right? That 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 has become kind of the the, the mantra of the people on I'll say people, on the people right. get lazy and they get lackadaisical, they get right. complicit, they don't wanna they don't wanna cause a problem, they don't wanna be the person in the store that doesn't wear the mask and they get ridiculed for it, they don't wanna be the person that gets ridiculed for not having the vaccine. And we need people like the Unity Project out there because if the message isn't spread, then people will never know. Because right now, people think that this this grooming in schools, it's just a Fox News talking point to oh, scare yeah. people. They don't it's realize real. that this stuff is happening, and it's not just, it's happening. It's prolific. Yes. It's big. You think it's a little bad? It's a lot of bad. No, it's, it's prolific. It's yeah. in every single school, with the exception of maybe a few private it's schools. It's mandatory in California. Even, right. But even in private schools, it's yeah. happening. So thank you so much. Absolutely. You're amazing. It's been a pleasure. From all of us at The Unity Project, thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope to continue producing content that amplifies voices, strategies, and resources. Please keep in mind that The Unity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that relies on the contributions of our generous supporters to fuel the work we do in this movement. If you value our efforts, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution today by visiting our website at www.unityproject.com and clicking the donate button. We very much appreciate your continued support and confidence, without which our work wouldn't be possible.